This is the State of California. Good afternoon. Welcome to the State of California. Doug Sovereign is off today. After their failed effort to recall Governor Gavin Newsom, California Republicans are eager to move on and shift their focus to what comes next for the GOP. However, the party might have to take a long, hard look in the mirror before it can move on. It will be doing that at a three-day convention that kicked off in San Diego today. We're going to talk more about what's next for California Republicans. We are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline today by Mike Madrid. He is a GOP political consultant and a fellow at the UNRWA Institute for Politics at USC. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about uh, what is going to be going on at this convention. Do you see a lot of soul searching? You know, unfortunately, I've heard the idea that the Republican Party in California would engage in soul searching for the better part of two decades now. They haven't done a very good job of doing it. Most of their message continues uh, to follow along the lines of their uh, recently lost candidate, Larry Elder, who was running against Gavin Newsom in the recall which is an extremely conservative position, both culturally and economically. And while that may play very well with the Republican base and the average Republican voter, it doesn't play very well with the average Californian today. And so the, the conundrum for the Republican Party is it must appeal to its ever-shrinking base as more moderate and reasonable voters leave the fold. Uh, at the same time, uh, that prevents it from transcending its base and speaking to both those people who have left and independent uh, voters uh, who increasingly make up California's voter rolls. So you don't see the GOP making more of an outreach, say, to younger voters or voters of color? Those are two really key constituencies, especially in California, and there's a lot of overlap. The short answer is no, I do not. And the reason why is because the National Party, along with the California Republican Party, relies overwhelmingly on older, white, rural voters. That is the fastest shrinking demographic nationally, and it's already a demographic that has become a small plurality here in California. Uh, A lot of voters coming onto the rolls are younger, they are of color, uh, and are frankly repelled by the Republican Party's message. So an immediate concern would have to be eschewing some of that old um, anti-immigrant opposition to to social issues like marriage equality and even uh, pro-choice issues. There's going to have to be a reckoning on socially conservative issues if the party uh, is hopeful at all in any way, shape, or form to be competitive in California any time in the future. So how do you see it making its, or what do you see it making its top priority coming out of the convention? Well, unfortunately, again, I don't see any sea change occurring, even after historic drubbing. I think that you will continue to see the party champion issues like uh, fighting against illegal immigration and pushing for more culturally conservative issues. Uh, you've begun to see more performative issues as opposed to substantive policy, things like uh, uh, opposition to critical race theory, um, um, opposing uh, ma- uh, vaccine mandates, uh, becoming part of the anti-vaccine movement. Uh, the Republican Party has become very countercultural. It's basically against everything that the establishment, quote-unquote establishment, or experts suggest is where uh, we as a society should be going. Uh, and that countercultural movement is getting some resonance from people who feel sort of lost in a society that is transforming very rapidly economically and technologically. Uh, but unfortunately for the Republicans, that's a very small and shrinking minority uh, within uh, the overall California electorate. 
Let's talk about the recall. It seems like it was a million years ago, but it wasn't. Uh, Larry Elder, what is his future in the California Republican Party? Well, curiously, or perhaps not surprisingly, Larry Elder was not invited uh, to to speak at the convention. I'm not too sure he would have accepted anyway. Uh, he said famously, just uh, you know, immediately in the aftermath, that he um, is essentially the leader of the Republican Party in the state. I think if you if you polled grassroots activists and the average Republican voter, they would strongly agree with that assertion. Um, other you know candidates like Kevin Falconer, who are a little bit more typically substantive, the former mayor of San Diego, a very large city, uh, there isn't much of a lane for that type of a Republican anymore. So Elder, I think, whether he continues on as a conservative radio host where he gained most of his notoriety and fame, or if he does pursue a political uh, career, is going to continue down this same road of very extreme right-wing politics and hoping that somehow, some way, these mythical conservative voters will come out of the fold in California and somehow resurrect the party's fortunes. If Elder does continue on in politics, can he really be competitive without some support from the official Republican Party apparatus? Well, the official party apparatus itself is really not that strong. It's the, what we've learned, uh, not just again here in the state, but nationally, is it's those grassroots activists that really control the party mechanisms now. That was one of the phenomenons of Donald Trump, is the establishment is no longer strong enough to be a bulwark against some of these more populist, nationalist elements in the Republican Party. So Larry Elder does not need the support of the state Republican Party. In fact, he didn't need it this time. He was simply able to just uh, dwarf the field with grassroots conservative support. Uh, His own listenership with his uh, very popular radio programs, especially in Southern California, proved too strong to have the party establishment stop uh, what became a juggernaut. So I don't think he does need support from the, uh, the, the official Republican Party. He's got uh, he's captured the hearts and minds of enough Republican voters to kind of steamroll through if he wants to. So who do you see uh, getting involved in the governor's race next year on the Republican side? I think, unfortunately, for the Republicans, it's a little bit too late. I think they uh, kind of took their best shot at the recall, hoping that would be a low turnout election and they would be much more competitive. The only candidates who I think have any chance and the likelihood of running again would be Elder, possibly Kevin Falconer, uh, trying again. Um, I'm sure that we will probably see a number of the candidates, Republican candidates who ran in the recall, try again, knowing that their fortunes are are greatly diminished in this. There's just not going to be any appetite amongst the donor community or voters to to replace Gavin Newsom just a few months after uh, this historically Um, bad recall for the Republicans. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Our guest, Mike Madrid, GOP political consultant and a fellow at the Institute for Politics at USC. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at tmobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.